0: Welcome to Glass Talk, Canada's podcast for the architectural glass industry. Now here's your host, Patrick Flannery. Hi and welcome to Glass Talks, I'm Pat Flannery. Today we spoke with Nicole Harris, she is the president and CEO of the National Glass Association. Uh, Nicole and I had a really great talk uh, about, uh, a lot about the, the COVID of course, it's sort of unavoidable these days. Uh, but, of course, uh, how the association has responded and uh, what the lay of the land in the United States has been uh, had, was very interesting topic to cover. Um, Nicole had a lot of excellent insights on uh, what the industry is likely to look like uh, long term and uh, how uh, everyone has been reacting to the pandemic. But then we also got into uh, what, the, what the association has been uh, up to, what some of the changes have been uh, over this time. But most importantly, the big Glass Build Connects event uh, that's coming up in September. Uh, It's going to be a month of uh, daily events and uh, content uh, with uh, opportunities to see exhibitors and just uh, attempting really to replicate the the Glass Build experience, but in a a very unique way and a a massive undertaking, obviously, with uh, this going on right from September 1st through September 30th. So uh, great conversation with Nicole. she uh, she really had lots of great things to say, uh, and I uh, hope you enjoy glass talks with Nicole Harris from the National Glass Association. Okay, I'm here with Nicole Harris. She is the President and CEO of the National Glass Association. Hi, Nicole hello Patrick yeah it's uh, it's really great to uh, to talk to you today I you know we I wanted to uh, to, to get you on here because um, uh, th- there's obviously there's just so much going on and, and so many unprecedented things happening and, uh, and and you guys have a lot of just you know crazy innovative moves you've you've had to make in order to uh, to change what you do as an association and, and I, I just thought this would be a nice time to to maybe update uh, uh, my listeners, uh, all five of them, uh, about the, <laughs> uh, the, the the NGA and, and 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 where things are at with your association. There's been some big changes in the last few years, and uh, and, and we don't always get to talk to you guys uh, up here in the frozen north as, as much as we might like. And uh, and I should I should point out that uh, that uh, uh, Nicole is is Canadian. I was just refreshed on this. Um, the, 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 poor woman has not been able to get to her cottage in the thousand islands, but, uh, <laughs> it's, uh, it's, 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 it's really cool that, uh, so uh, Nicole, I guess, start out by telling me, how did you end up in this position as, as a Canadian, how did you end up as, as, as the, as the leader of, I mean, it's a North American association, but, 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 but as a, as really one of, one of America's big uh, glass associations.
1: Well, um, I'm actually a dual citizen, so uh, I grew up in Montreal and uh, went to U of T for a bit in Ontario, which all your listeners know where that is, and I met my first husband there, Um, and uh, we got married, and I moved down to Virginia, and that's where the National Glass Association is. It wasn't my first job. Um, After I uh, finished my uh, master's, I ended up uh, applying for a job at another trade association, left that and then went to the NGA. So I actually started out at the NGA in your position uh, as editor in chief of Glass Magazine. We had two magazines back then, Glass and Autoglass. We've since gotten out of the Autoglass business and we bought Window and Door Magazine. Uh, I wanna say that was in 95. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's about the time when glass build um, sort of took on its new form as well uh, in in conjunction with with window and door. But that's how I ended up in the United States. And uh, so, yeah, I have a wonderful cottage and uh, <laughs> have a lot of family in Canada and PEI and British Columbia, Ontario. Um so I, I miss my family and I miss being up there, but we all have to do what we have to do. And I don't blame the Canadians, especially for keeping that border closed. So.
0: <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, I would say cross-border travel is not our uh, not our favorite uh, prospect right to, right at the moment. Which is which yeah. is which is why it's good we have these uh, we have these virtual opportunities that are that are coming up, and we'll we'll get into. Exactly. Sure. So, where are you located now?
1: Well, um, we are, uh, the NGA headquarters is still in Virginia, Northern Virginia, just like 20 minutes outside of DC, which is where the lion's share of all the trade associations are in uh, the United States. Uh, so, uh, but I actually live and work now remotely out of New Jersey. We have um, 30 staff members and we closed our office in Virginia. I was going down there every couple of weeks or so. Uh, we closed our office on March 12th, or actually March 11th, I think it was. And even um, the 13 people that were in the NGA headquarters, they all started working from home. So we have people in 10 different states uh, across the United States now, uh, California Tech, California with Andrew, Texas, Kansas, um, Wisconsin, Colorado, a bunch of people moved from Virginia to Colorado, it became like a mass exodus. Everybody wanted to be in the mountains. Um and Pennsylvania and New York. So yeah. And New Jersey. So we've got, we've got people everywhere, which is kind of cool. And, uh, I think this whole experience, we were already online. We're on Microsoft teams. We have, um, you know, quite an, an easy transition to this online work from home environment. So we were lucky in that regard because everything just, we just hit the ground running, so to speak. And, um, were able to transition for our first in-person event, uh, which was supposed to be in Chicago in July. And that was our technical conference. And uh, so we pivoted from Chicago, managed to get our contracts dealt with. And uh, so we saw 500 people online, yeah. 300 of those architects. We had a great success with that program. And ever since then, we've been just, uh, you know, doing double time or triple time, which I think is the experience with everybody working from home now, it's just incredible um, how much I think the workload's increased somehow. Uh, And probably because people don't have commutes anymore, but there's just all this, as you pointed out when we first started talking, there's a whole new way of understanding and and learning how to do this thing from uh, remotely. And, uh, you know, we're lucky we have an office environment, but our members, your readers I mean they're in factories they're you know they're installing buildings I mean they don't have the luxury of working from home so that's an extra added challenge and we tried to address that as an association to help our members.
0: Yeah we are we are so so fortunate uh, uh, to be to be able to get so sort of seamlessly into the into the work from home thing Um, uh, you know it's been almost zero change for me. I was already working from home and, 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 you know, doing everything remotely anyways. The main change here has been my, my wife and daughters are home. Um, but, uh, you know, and that's no big deal. They're all, my daughters have, don't want anything to do with me anyways. They're teenagers. Uh, so, but, uh, you don't have
1: them running in asking for milk and cookies. No, they're not, no, they're tea. not
0: running. No, they're not running in behind me, you know, needing their diapers changed or something, but so some of my writers have got, which is, it's, that's always yeah. amazing. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, no, it, it's it's been it's been seamless. But yeah, it so, somehow the 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 at least for us people working from home and doing it like this, it feels like the workload has has jumped. Like yeah, there's just this this huge amount more to do. Um, I, I'm I'm in more communication and contact with people than I ever was. I mean, yeah. it, like this, right? I mean, it it just seems it it, it seems like you're. You're, there's constantly something on the go. Um, actually, just to, to 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 segue out of that, because you, you, you'll you'll find out very quickly for me, Nicole, that that, that that I'm terrible at following plans. Um, <laughs>
1: uh, <laughs> what are you, that's okay?
0: Yeah, I know. I'm sorry. It makes it more interesting. Anyway. Well, I hope so. <laughs> um, I what are you hearing about about the prospect of long term office vacancies? Because of this, right? Like our our people obviously depend on that service work on the on the high rises. They they depend on the on the on the new builds. Um, um, you know, the minute vacancies go down even a little, the new build just you know cuts off. And 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 what are people saying about about the prospect of demand down the road because of this? Because I I real I think there's a lot of people that won't be going back.
1: Yeah, I think it's. It's not really too soon to tell, but in, in some respects, you know, when when certainly the United States, the East Coast, the, the closures, I mean, abrupt, uh, you know, stoppages in, in construction. I mean, you know, n- near where I live, New York City, obviously everything was turned off. So then when we um, started turning things back on, then there was a crush. And it's still from what I'm talking about, people our members in Florida. My, I have board members all over the country and we talk to our members it's, it's picked up and people are really busy now. And everybody's, how long will this last? So, you know, you look at the, you know, the construction stats and everything else, the pipeline down the road, um, it's a little scary. And I think that, you know, there's two, at least two schools of thought that we heard early on was that, okay, people will need to return back to the office in some capacity and the office spaces will need to be, you know, the same size or, or, you know, fewer people may return to work, but they need more social distancing because this COVID and maybe whatever the next pandemic is will be with us. And so I think there's a mixture there. We, we have heard about people ripping out, you know, glass or interiors and, and putting up partitions. We've been tracking that in our magazines. Um, so you know, it's, it's sort of hard to tell a little bit what's, uh, what's going to come up. I think people are, are nervous at, when we've got, an, obviously an election coming up this year. Mm. Um, there's a lot going on. Uh, you know, you look at the, the stock market and the big, um, you know, the big companies, the Facebooks and the Googles and the, you know, Amazon and those guys, I mean, they are, uh, all of them i think pretty pretty much are saying you don't have to come back to the office even into next year and they they have a lot of real estate and they have new real estate even in, on the east coast but so it's it's a mixed bag um and i, I don't think it's all shaken out yet i think people are uh, always in any election year there's always some trepidation anyway but what what are you seeing in canada
0: what i'm seeing on the ground here is is um the installers, the field guys, um, are, are never really stopped. The, the demand is still very strong. Obviously, we went into this strong. Um, everybody had a big backlog. Um, that backlog is actually getting longer um, because um, the main effect has been that the workers had to slow down. There was, there, was, there, was a, there was an initial effect of you have to adjust. You have to change how you do things um we did have periods in quebec and ontario where where everything was stopped but that was only for a couple of weeks um and then and then every everyone was allowed to continue and then in most of the rest of the country it was it was just allowed to go forward as long as you do the right things but i mean you had to do things like get hot water on the job site and and you know this this you know fairly difficult adjustments that had to be made but the effect of that has been to slow things not to take away demand and not to really remove any amount of work, right? right? So what's the effect of that? Obviously, it hits the bottom line ultimately in terms of the more work you can take on, but it, it's really things are stretched out and, and, and I feel like there's a, a very great pent-up and everyone, as we said, everyone is busy. Like everyone is going out of their minds trying to get everything done under the restrictions and the time that they have. Um, that, that's, on the, that's on the field side. The fabricators had I think even less of a even less of a um, an impact in a way well their main problem is on the supply side right I mean, yeah. I mean their 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 main difficulties has been getting what they need uh, in the amounts that they need uh, getting the PPE that they needed um, and, and and then you know they they, they rejigged their floors um, they, they they made some more operational changes and uh, and but they you know again're were, were able to continue and and just with, what's encouraging to me about it all is, is is just the powerful level of demand that is still there. Uh, mm-hmm. I feel like as long as that is there, you know, the, the minute we get a bloody vaccine, you know, th- this can all, you know, go away. And and I and I think we're going to actually see a, a a very very sharp uh, v recovery. Uh, I'm I'm hoping as early as fourth quarter this year it'll really get started. Um, but um, it, it, my my yeah. So the only the only the only long term Challenge that I'm keeping half an eye on, and and we have an article coming up in Glass Canada uh, about uh, uh, how how architecture will need to change uh, in 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 light of you know what 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 architects and and, and builders are going to be thinking about for office space down the road, um, and and that's the only that's the only concern I have is that is that if this work if work from home, you know you're you're spending millions of dollars. Uh, Upkeeping, you know, those bank towers in downtown Toronto. There is not a single person in those towers that needs to be there. Like, I'm sorry, like they're bankers. It's all, it's all numbers. It's all this, right? I I mean, I mean, I, you know, I'm I'm exaggerating, but but there's, but there's really.
1: Yeah, there's the component, though, you know, there's a lot of talk in HB, Harvard Business Review and Inc. magazine and all these other business publications. And certainly we're hearing it, you know, uh, from the trade show side in our meetings that people want to get together. There's this cultural um, need uh, and, you know, corporate culture, you know, how quickly can we adapt? I mean, I I find it as a manager uh, and we've got a great team, you know, it's it's uh, challenging sometimes because people sort of retract into their department silos if you're not on it all the time. And I think that this is something that big corporations, um, you know, have to consider, you know, how do you how do you make sure that you're building and, and maintaining a corporate culture that's conducive to. You know, strategic shifts that you need to make, and just actually being innovative and working together. Because I I mean, I agree. I think there's there's a certain amount that do you really need to do this all together? But I think the jury's a little bit out on that. I mean, we're certainly seeing a lot of uh, you know when the uh, NGA Glass Conference we had a, a happy hour. We were all a little bit like, should we do this? Is this something good? Well, you know, that's a tight knit community of these technical. Uh, glass people, and you know they were. <laughs> it, it sort of lasted, I think, an hour longer than it should have, or that we had planned for, because people were just so starved. And these are people that go out and travel all the time to ASTM meetings, to code meetings, you know, ISO, wherever they're all over the world a lot at the time, and certainly attending events all over North America. Uh, so it's a, it's an interesting dynamic. I think we'll see some permanent changes from this um certainly you know our trade show exhibitors and and just the trade show overall i mean we are trying to you know have a substitute in this strange time uh that does bring people together that's why we renamed glass build america for this year's glass build connect and Mm -hmm. and that's really really important and i was noticing on you know there's other groups that are using that connect word too because i think that's the missing element and i'm i know you've been to trade shows and you know you walk down the aisles and it's like old home week you know i mean you can barely get down Any aisle or make it through, for example, we got 200 square, 200,000 square feet in our trade show. It's tough to get through those three days um, without seeing people that you've known for 20, 20 years or even the last year. So I I think this this element of humanity um, still has to be counted on to be really good for our industry and the construction industry. Um, And then, you know, on the home side, so people working more from home, we see lot of opportunity for more glass more windows and doors as people say you know they're looking around and they're saying you know i could use a few upgrades here um now that's hopefully if they're not out of, still out of work at this point but um you know there's there's so many opportunities for what we produce as an industry uh and that's one of the things that we're going to try to really um you know push a, a lot harder so if it's not a shower door it's a glass backsplash it's New windows, replacement windows, a new sunroom addition—all of these things are, you know, core to what we do. And I think it's well known. It's like our, our vision statement. You know, we believe glass is uh, instrumental in helping people work better, heal, learn. You know, everything. I mean, all of the stats are there. It's all on the glass.org website. Certainly. And that's a real opportunity for us and, you know, for a magazine like Glass Canada and everything else that you do, because it's it's what we do. It's really important.
0: Yeah, it's it's I think that the the residential guys, for sure, that that's that's a different story. I mean, I mean, I mean, no worries there. Right. Like, like you say, everyone's sitting around looking at their old windows and going, (laughs) oh, God, you know, I got to do something. And 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 it's it's happening slower but it's you know it's 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 happening to a very great extent my the residential guys are 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 all you know beyond busy they're they, they can't they can't they can't keep up uh with with what's going on there and that's that's awesome i i think on the and i don't want this whole thing to be COVID talk We're, we'll get into the association stuff here in a minute but i just i the the, the, well, the where we
1: live right now so yeah you know
0: yeah i mean everything's COVID talk that's all it is
1: everything we do
0: <laughs> exactly it's down to personalities, isn't it? I mean, I mean, I mean, some, some people like my brother, the extrovert, the extrovert is, is dying that he you know, he can't, yeah. you know, uh, 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 be golfing and be, you know, uh, in bars and, you know, and at all this stuff. Right. And then, and then, you know, me, the basement wallflower, I, you know, I, I'm loving it. I, it's just like, Oh, oh on. no one's bugging that. me. I don't have to go anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so, but, but you're, you're, you're right. I mean, I, I, I think, um, well it's just Nicole it's going to be very interesting to see if companies and organizations can find ways to 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 retain that management like like do the things that management has to do like i said i love your point about silos you know get, getting getting the getting the teams that don't have to work together all the time still to be able to communicate i mean yeah difficult if you're not in an office right because if you if if I don't have a reason to call it, I'm not calling it. And, and, and and if I'm not in the office with them, I'm never seeing them. So I don't know these guys. Right. I mean, that's a lot, that's a very long term perspective, but I mean, that's, that's the kind of, that's the kind of thing that's hard to replace. Anyways, let's get to first, well, segueing out of the COVID let's get to what the association has done. Tell me, tell me about, um, I know you guys have had initiatives. You've been doing things with communications. Um, 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 what what has been the reaction of the MGA to the to the pandemic?
1: Well, we, um, as I said, we transitioned pretty quickly working from home, and we pivoted really every ounce of our attention to what we could do to help our members and the, the industry at large. So we produced, um, you know, every day we were churning out new COVID-related Um, you know, pieces of resources and downloadable forms and checklists. And, you know, in those early days in March, I mean, people were sort of scrambling, like, what do I do if I have somebody, uh, you know, what do I do in my plant? Do I have to shut my plant if somebody, you know, comes in with a high fever? And so we were trying, uh, you know, and, and the government was trying, and certainly in the United States and elsewhere, scrambling to come up with things. So the CDC came out with recommendations, and then You know, the U.S. government was providing um, loans and uh, SBA loans and, you know, even just getting um, personal protection, PPEs, like that was an issue. So NGA, we kind of leveraged some connections we had and we, we bought a whole bunch of masks uh n fives uh, and we just distributed them to our members, um, you know, and said like, how many do you need? And we were sending them out and we just said, just pay the cost of postage, we've got you on this. So we did um, a, a whole host of things and we're still adding honestly to that the website, um, just this week, uh, the state of Virginia, which is where our office is, as I mentioned, They've come out with uh, requirements that all employers have to follow and and sign off on if people as they come back into the into the workplace. Now the NGA office, we don't plan to open it up until you know we were sort of okay. We're going to see if we open it in June, and then we extend it to July, and then now I'm finally saying, look, everybody's ensconced at home. We're good. Um, so we're not gonna reopen the office until you know later this year and maybe not until next year, we'll see. So we've got people going in, we've got a system in place for you know checking the mail and everything, but everything's pretty much online at this point. But regardless, the state of Virginia is requiring, mandating that employers follow um, certain protocols and that's going to start, I think, spreading across the United States. So we're making that information available to our members in the industry so all of that's on glass.org um we have a whole resources page it's been sort of like supplanted by um the glass bill connect uh on the home page right now but it's all there and there's tons and tons of information that um i think we're going to be referring to so that was our initial reaction i wrote letters uh to state you know early on we we um Our float glass manufacturer members were like, we can't shut down these plants, you know?
0: Right, right. (laughs) Huge
1: deal. So uh, we jumped into action. I wrote a letter to the state governors saying that, you know, you cannot, we cannot uh, just abruptly close these plants. I mean, that's millions and millions of dollars.
0: Oh, good for you. That's neat. Yeah. Yeah. So, um,
1: you know, some, they were declared essential businesses. Um, I guess it was about a month ago we started hearing that. Uh, a lot of our equipment for our industry comes from overseas, not everything, but so techs, you know, we have a lot of fabricators who have equipment that's down or problematic. And normally they would get people flying in from Italy or Germany or Austria or what have you. And they weren't allowed, they're not allowed in. No. So that's an ongoing debate. I wrote another letter uh, that our members can use or anybody can use. It's up on our website um, to us embassies and, um, saying, you know, please let these techs in. So it's a big range of, you know, advocating. Uh, we, we are a member of the National Association of Manufacturers. We work with them um, on a lot of different initiatives that have been ramping up as, as a result of COVID. So, you know, I think just like anything else, I mean, the government's trying one things, but private industry and certainly nonprofit trade associations, this is what we live for. This is what we yeah. are, is yeah. we're here to help. And, um, and that's why, you know, and I, as I've been talking we've been talking about the pivots for glass build, you know, and I, and I've said it and I've, I've said it a million times, but that's why glass build is so important to the NGA because it basically funds everything we do. And in normal times it funds the advocacy, um, you know, battle against the wall and everything else. And, um, also our education, which is a huge, um, undertaking. So it's not just our, my glass class it's um, BEC conference. It's, uh, we have five different conferences. We have lots of, you know, webinars and all kinds of educational components to what we do. So all of that, um, just bringing it back to the COVID and, and having to, um, get out of Las Vegas, which we started working on, um, Molly Gren, who's our director there. I mean, we were on the phone with Las Vegas back in March, you know, talking to them and saying, we've got to get out of the show. Um, So anyway,
0: I, 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 I I dodged a bullet there. I was supposed to be at con expo, uh, Mm. in, uh, in, uh, you know, right at the start of right, like just like right when this thing was breaking, like right when nobody knew and, and just luckily, because I read a lot of news, I, I, you know, I went, I don't think, I don't think we should have 300,000 people indoors right right mm. now i i really don't and well to be honest i'm a little mad at the con expo people but anyways they they and and <clears throat> the, the show went ahead a whole lot of people from annex from our publisher went um one guy we think had it uh came back with it um but was uh he, he did test negative uh but he had all the all the symptoms um and uh and had to, you know, every, everyone had to quarantine. They, they ended the show a day early. Anyways, it, 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 it was, you know, I, I'm, I'm glad that you guys were able to get out of your, well, I, I don't know what your contract situation was with, with Vegas. But, I mean, I mean, you know, I hope that worked out okay because we had to break contracts too for, for a lot of events that we had up here. And, uh, and uh, it, it, was, it was just a tremendously challenging thing. Did, did,
1: yeah, did. I think I think it's just, you know, they talking to them. I mean, you know, we've been going to Vegas, you know, Vegas and Atlanta every other year for yeah. the trade show. And, you know, they were we didn't want to cancel because then we would have had to pay out, yeah. uh, you know, hundreds of thousands of dollars in penalties. So we but we just kept talking to them. And I think everybody is pretty reasonable in these times and everybody's sort of hurting. Um we did dodge a big bullet with our BEC, the Building Envelope Conference, because that was early. That was the first week of March. I know. And, you know, stuff started. Start, we had 800 people there, and it you was. You were just,
0: you were just ahead of it. Yeah, yeah. Rich Franco you know, was down there. There were probably
1: people walking around there with COVID. Uh, uh, we didn't hear of anybody getting sick. Uh, we did, you know. Once everybody came back, and then we everybody starts locking down, but that was, that was sort of scary right there because that, uh, we did have a tornado or a hurricane. I can't remember. It was a a tornado went through
0: Tennessee, went through Nashville. (laughs) But, um,
1: but any case, yeah, I think, I think the test of for all of us is just how well, you know, how resilient we are, how adaptable people are. Uh, and that goes for all of us. And to me in a crisis, um, this is when, you know, leaders stand up and everybody, everybody's a leader. And they say, yeah, we can beat this thing. We can get and do the right things. And I think that's where we come from with everything we do.
0: It's in in this business, uh, in the association business and to some extent in the magazine business, you, 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 you can't, you can't get into it. You can get into a a feeling when things are good and things are quiet and things are bumping Mm -hmm. along. You, You can, you get into a feeling of, you know, are we, you know, are we really doing anything, you know, good here? You know, like, like, is this, are we needed? Are we needed? You know what I mean? And, uh, and, and this, this thing has shown if nothing else, just how critical uh, uh, the associations and the industry organizations are for, for, for uh, at these times and, and the magazine, people, yeah.
1: people need information. They need the communication. They, they have to rely on, uh you know glass canada and you know we just all need these sources of information and staying connected and you've got a great website and you post on you know so it's it's really all so important and you said earlier i had to chuckle you know you 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 read a lot of news and like really as an editor (laughs) you (laughs) <laughs> uh, but I think everybody—that's our—that's our mainstay now—is—is is just staying informed, and it's hard with all the different sources, and that's why people have to have outlets that they can trust. Yeah. So um, yeah, yeah, I mean, it, it's a whole new world, you know.
0: It's all, yeah, always it's, a new world, but so up here, I, um, you know, brink of a nervous breakdown for 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 two months trying to cover the. New information coming in from ten jurisdictions, right? Ten provinces. Yeah, right? ten
1: provinces. There
0: wasn't a whole lot of news coming out of the Northwest Territories, so I didn't. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, but 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 I got well there. They just they're, whatever the Ottawa says, that's what they do there. So 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 I had ten provinces jurisdictions to, to cover the development. How on earth, or did you even try to to cover fifty plus jurisdictions? Like 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 was was how did you how did you address that i mean that to me it seems like an impossible task
1: well i I think it's more i mean so for the trade association, we have ten chapter um organizations, and uh So that's, I mean, obviously that doesn't cover all the states, but some of them, you know, cover multiple states. Mm -hmm. But I think we just, the way we do it at NGA is, you know, I think we send out something like 4 million emails a year. I mean, we're always communicating. We rolled out, we were again, lucky on the timing, four new websites in the early part of this year, I think in the span of three months. So we're we're pretty good at, at messaging and, and communicating to the industry at large. And uh, we've got you know high, we're tracking all of our open rates across, we've got multiple newsletters, we've got member newsletters, we've got eGlass Weekly, WD Weekly. Um, so I think in terms of coverage, it's it's just that's how we get out to everybody. In terms of how we learn about what's going on in individual states, we do rely on our members, our chapters, um and uh especially our our committee uh leads to sort of feed us what's going on in some of these sort of high profile states that have a lot of glass legislation, let's just say. Mm-hmm. Um so there's like you know, bird-friendly glazing, that's a was a huge topic, a BEC still a big topic at at our technical event. Um and we actually have you know a Canadian uh, walker glasses is uh, very deeply involved in that. So we do rely on um, our volunteer members, our chapters, and just our member breadth overall yeah. uh, to, to get that input. But I can imagine, I mean, uh, yeah, if, if you're sort of talking about you have to talk to each individual province um, to get information that I could see that could be tricky. Maybe one day you could do a portal on your or maybe you have one on the magazine site, have people feed it. Yeah, <laughs> I
0: just I mean, I mean, basically, the way I mean, it was it was Google, for the most part, plus, like, you yeah. said, you know, uh, friends uh, uh, sending in information. Um, but you know, it, it, it was it was very much like with the COVID thing, because, you know, it was constantly changing, right? Like, normally, it's not a problem. But but, yeah. but with the constant changes, and then each province doing its own thing, you know, to some extent, um mm-hmm. you know so obviously i'm concentrating on the federal stuff that applies across everybody which you know you guys would do at your head office but but then but then i you yep. know just found it was a daily grind to 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 get into the individual uh, the individual provinces and try to update what they were saying and doing uh when it was changing very fast but uh, you know what well and, and You're for, right. you guys you have know, a, lot a lot of
1: boots it was rolling in the United States. I mean, you know, it's, you know, Washington state and then, and then New York and and Connecticut. And, you know, there were hot spots and then it started moving. Um, So, you know, we initially posted all this information and we're checking in with our members in these areas. But, um, but then we realized, you know, we've got to sort of re, reintroduce all these COVID resources. Um, we did special digital editions of our magazines. You know, the editors have, um, like you do, I mean, they, they have a lot of connective points out there and uh, people they they tap and um, and people who connect with them because, you know, they're trusted and they know that they'll get the news out. So I, I think there's a lot, you know, there's already a, a strong foundation there for interactive Uh, information sharing. And I think this is just maybe accelerated it in in a way because people feel like they need to sort of help each other out and connect in some way as even as they were desperately like freaking out about, you know, what do I do with my installers? And what do I, I mean, I I talked to a lot of people that were really worried about, you know, how to deal with a factory, like you can't always be six feet apart in a factory setting. So how do you do that? you know yeah. what essential yeah. business
0: what isn't mm-hmm. there are a lot of questions and there still yeah. are yeah i'm i'm trying to picture in my mind the conversation between you and some state official explaining why you can't shut a float glass plant down did did you actually <laughs> end up in one of those conversations
1: well not not directly, but uh what what I did, I don't know if you ever saw this it was a really great public service announcement it was um it's going back now as a way, but you know it was on YouTube, and I don't know where I saw it, but it was um Mel Brooks's grandson or his son uh talking about you know here's why I can't see my my father, and they had a nice big sliding glass door separating them. Mm-hmm. So anyway, I linked to that because it was sort of humorous and it was talking about how, you know, if he gets too close to his, you know, if he doesn't keep distant, um, then, you know, he could wipe out, you know, the comedic legends of the United States overnight or something like that. So I, I actually added that to my letter just to humanize it and have a little humor in it and say, look, I mean, glass is so necessary. We're even here's here's proof right here. So, um, you know, it's it's uh it's always it's always challenging to get through to people. I was impressed. Um, you know, state of Pennsylvania got back to me rather quickly. I mean, you know, there, there was a lot of, a lot of, and that, this is where I get so upset about you know government and politicians being maligned. Uh, I mean, at least the, the people that are working in in government day to day because they they do, they do work hard. They're trying to do the right thing, mm-hmm. and I see that a lot you know, I see that just being in DC. I mean, I'm not sure when we started saying that, you know, government, you know, was so inept and I think it's a hard job.
0: That's well, early 90s so- neoliberalism, Nicole, is what you're uh, referring to there. Uh, just <laughs> uh, <laughs> like I say, I read too much news. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yes, uh, uh, it, it, you know what, it, in, it in Pennsylvania, you would think they would absolutely get it. Uh, it's, uh, I'm just glad you didn't have to get into though to the, to the nitty gritty of ribbons and uh you know <laughs> temperature cutoffs and all this kind of stuff with the <laughs> you know well why just shut it down just shut it down it's like no this thing is thousands of degrees <laughs> you can't well t- <laughs> we
1: we did actually we did uh, you know you can you'll um i'll, I'll after this I'll, I'll point you to where it is on the website but uh, we did get into some nitty gritty yeah. why oh yeah oh yeah cool you know the the technical stats about why you can't just cut off a molten you know float glass line right
0: yeah that's that's that would be that would have been interesting stuff okay listen I, i i i ramble so much um glass connections glass connect i'm sorry
1: glass build connect
0: glass build connect yeah i'll get it right one of these times
1: all right
0: it's all new what Hopefully is, it'll be over by
1: the time you get it right, you know, and then, yeah. and then we'll, we'll move on to the America.
0: It'll, get back yeah. To that. Well, well, my, my panels on the my panels on the twenty second, so I hope I have it straight by then. <laughs> but uh, sure that. yeah, what's the um, what's the plan? What are we doing? What should people look forward to?
1: Well, it's uh, there's a lot going on. So you know, it becomes so. Glass Build America. We said, okay, we're we're not going to have the in person event. So what are we going to do? We're going to do a three day event. We're going to do a virtual event. What are we going to do? So we decided to just do a whole month takeover. And so Glass Canada and many other groups are going to be having takeovers, podcasts, all kinds of different things. We thought we're we're going to do the same thing we do uh, in person. We're going to bring everybody together in one umbrella. So. Our 350 exhibitors that were planning to be there in Las Vegas are going to be online now. And our editors and the content team, I think we're going to have like 500 different products and videos and all kinds of things uh, available for that buying and selling transaction, which is at the core of any trade show. So that's number one. Um, I think we have like 27 first-time exhibitors also participating. Oh, great. And then what the content team, so your your peers in the editorial side came up with, which was pretty brilliant, was, okay, if we're going to be open for the entire month of September, we did our own takeover of our trade show website. And they came up with these like every weekday themed presentations. So there's Manufacturing Mondays, Outlook Tuesdays, Performance Wednesdays, Installation Thursdays, Fenestration Fridays. So that combines the glass and glazing and the fenestration elements in our uh, trade show every year. Um, And then, you know, as I said, we invited key industry industry organizations like Glass Canada uh, to present um, education panels, you know, and really try to get that sense of there's so much still going on that was going on pre-COVID still happening out there in our world and also dealing with, you know, construction trends and everything else we try to cover um, pretty much every day that we do our job. So, as you said, Glass Canada, September 22nd, uh, with the intriguing title, What's Up with Canada? I don't know if that's your working title.
0: <laughs> oh, well, I, you know, you know, you know what? I, it's, it's either going to be that, Nicole, or it's going to be talking to Americans. What, what are oh the,
1: Yeah, either way. <laughs> yeah sort of you, remember,
0: you, you, you remember the rick mercer thing yes you, you remember that <laughs> although we're actually it's a bunch of canadians talking so we're not actually talking to Americans. so i better i better stick with what's up with canada but but it's the talking to americans concept basically I mean,
1: <laughs> always it's what pierre trudeau said you know when you sleep next to an elephant you gotta yeah. be aware
0: of the knees that's exactly, um, exactly right no yeah we're gonna we're gonna try to explain uh well, it's, you know what? I should I should have got you on this thing. I mean, uh it, we're going to we're going to try to explain uh, uh some of the differences in the in the in the Canadian experience, the Canadian market, the 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 Canadian rules. Um yeah. we're, we're we're just going to try to give a little a little snapshot of Canada, I guess, uh from the uh from the commercial uh most I think mostly the commercial glazing perspective. Um That's and uh, yeah, you know. And then but,
1: we have the um I think we got Best of uh, Tech Talks with Fenestration Canada is also uh, profiled. Uh, FGIA has a few presentations, so um, that carries over from Glass Build America. And then we have the Facade Tectonics Institute, American Subcontractors Association, WDMA, the Window and Door Manufacturers Association, Mesa Dusseldorf Glastech. So Glass Build America is a uh, partner show with GlassTech. So it's, you know, Europe, America, and then and then Asia. So there's the three big trade shows of the world for our industry. Um, we've got the GMOV. Uh, that's the Italian Association of Suppliers, of Machinery Systems, and Accessories. It's a really long um, acronym.
0: Yeah, what can you do?
1: The Italians, you know, they they <laughs> got always that really beautiful pavilion on our <laughs> trade know, show floor. long and you can go flowing and get,
0: name. Yeah.
1: Yeah, but all the you know great espresso and uh so they're do they're not terrific.
0: miss their receptions do not yeah, miss exactly. their receptions <laughs>
1: <laughs> so dma have another another trade association like ours um and so we're, we're really close and then the aia american institute of architects right we're going to do another webinar which is security glazing in schools huge topic here in the yeah. u.s in canada as well but really big here. Um, And that's with our NGA's director of advocacy and technical services, Irmala soul is going to be on that again.
0: Who's great. Um, Yeah. Yeah. So that
1: that's really core information. I think we had 900 attendees to the last one we did or something like that. That was big. Yeah. Uh, The Farnsworth group, um, national association of women in construction. Uh, So we've got a ton of really wonderful Mix of uh, presentations from all kinds of sources because, again, it's that concept in the live event where we're the umbrella event, we're where everything you know connected to the glass and fenestration industry comes together uh, in one big place. So, there's also going to be um, I, I don't know if you've ever attended the Glazing Executives Forum, but we always have uh, this uh, f- annual forecast by Conor Lockhart of ITR Economics. Mm-hmm. He's going to be on board. We have sponsoring education companies from some of our um, exhibitors. So AGC, Guardian, Roto, Vecca, YKK. Uh, they're going to be doing some takeover days. Um, so, I mean, I could read out the, the list of, wow. of sessions, but there's just a ton of, I think it's like 70 different webinars, sessions, and, and different things. And so the team is working on that now. We're furiously uploading and creating this uh, tremendous online experience. Uh, so it, it'll, be, uh, it'll be one for the ages. And I, I will say that, you know, other trade associations out there, I meet with a group every month. Um, and uh, we're, a lot of us are in the same boat. There's a lot of other trade associations that still own their own shows. Most of the ones in the construction industry sold off. Mm-hmm. Um, but NGA held fast, and, and thank goodness for that. But we do depend on that. Uh, revenue from the exhibitors so you know we're all trying to figure out like how do we do this and I'm really proud of our team because I'm able to say well here's what we're doing and here's how we've managed to get our exhibitors to stay stay engaged with us and stay with us Uh, so I'm just you know I'm just thrilled that we're going to have this and uh, we just want to make sure if you can keep promoting how to register it's all free Uh, you just have to register on glassbill.com and you're good to go, and you can tap in and out. I'm sure you're going to get a lot of people listening in on September 22nd, but there's like, you know,
0: no, it's all month.
1: This month, yeah,
0: yeah, it's 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 all month, and 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 you can come in. And and is the, is the content going to be available afterwards? Like like how are you doing that? I I mean I mean some um, some associations are setting up kind of a permanent uh, 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 online marketplace type thing where I, I guess exhibitors are going to have videos and presentations that are that are sort of static there and and you obviously you can link through to them is there is there anything like that going on
1: well right now we we really focused in on that month right that action-packed month where there's a lot of reasons to go in there and that was for a couple of reasons i mean i think there's a lot of other groups out there trying to you know, get through this uh, just like we are. And they're coming up with different things that may work for them or may not. We're all going to see at the end of the day yeah. what the best solution is. But I think the the point for NGA, the reason we landed on this like month long event and not keeping it going is because among other reasons we have five other events every, you know, the year. So we have lots of education, lots mm. of other stuff going on right. that we need to re- turn to and start planning for. So we've got another annual conference in January. We've got our big BEC um, coming up in March back in Vegas. We got GPad, which is all new, Glass Processing Automation Days, which we're attaching, connecting, co-locating with BEC in Nashville. And then we got, you know, uh, the trade show again. So We'll see. Um, you know, I, I think we're going to always do that. We're as a nonprofit trade association, you know, we have to have revenue to support what we do, mm-hmm. but we always listen to our members and our stakeholders and our customers. And, and so if, we, if they say to us, you know, we'd like to have some of these presentations or we'd like to share them, you know, we're listening. We're, we're open to whatever works to promote and preserve and protect and grow the industry. That's our job. Yeah. So, I think right now, you know, you got to have a plan. You got to stick to the plan, and then you see, well, this was so great, um, and people want another piece of it longer. Then you know, we'll we'll adapt to that.
0: That's what we uh, you do. Know, we you, adapt. you know how it is—is is you're going to have you're going to have everybody, everybody who's in any of these educ, I mean, yeah, the the education another thing. Anybody who's in the education sessions, uh, or the or the presentations or the panels or whatever is going to be coming at you asking for recordings or asking where they can, where they can look sure. at it later. Right. I mean, yeah, that's, and, that's, and we
1: did actually encounter that with the uh, NGA technical conference and, you know, we, we, there's different schools of thought there too. Yeah. Like we have, um, we have education, like professional adult learning, educational instructional designers on our staff now. And, you know, they come with a lot of experience about how we should do this, how, and, you know, so we're, we're just, we're kind of adapting to this new situation, but if, um, you know, things can live on our website longer or on YouTube or whatever, Mm -hmm. uh, again, whatever makes sense for the industry is what we're going to do.
0: Okay. I'm making a note to make sure Andrew gives me the rights to my panel so that I can have it on. (laughs) That's good.
1: I I think, think, yeah, I, I think if that, works you know is important for you and that helps glass canada and we want you to be successful too then you know we'll give it, you we'll,
0: that yeah we'll, we'll 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 do whatever we'll do whatever makes sense but you know what it 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 you know silver linings right i mean it, it, in a way you know i mean so much you know we we were we, well we've been talking a lot about it and, and we were talking even earlier about about you know some of the unexpected benefits like like the the engagement with uh with these things with, with with these online events and 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 with programs like and then what you're putting on i mean if 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 your mouth isn't watering you know uh, uh just from hearing you list off what what what's coming up for this thing you know you, you don't have a pulse like like this is obviously you know if you're in the industry you can't miss it um or at least, at least parts of it i mean you know, can't be on all month but you know what i'm saying um yeah. and and it it uh the amount of engagement and you're pulling in like all these groups that, you know, Mm -hmm. might not have been able to be as involved with the physical event, right? Like AIA, you know, they, they got their own stuff that they're doing. Right. But something like this, they can, you know, they can participate. The Europeans glass tech, right. A lot of big brains over there. (laughs) I mean, they, you know, that's, that, that, that's, that's where a lot of the science is happening. And, 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 you know, now you can have, you know, them really fully engaged with this thing, you know, I mean, before it's, you know, well, maybe they can send a couple of people, but you know, th- this is, this is, this is a, this, this can be more done and and just the numbers that everyone is seeing uh, as far as registrations and people signing in and, and participating are uh, in some cases double and triple what you were getting at live events. Yeah, I've, I've seen that,
1: mm-hmm.
0: you know, so, so, yeah. so I, I, I think uh, I, there's a silver lining here. There might be a path going forward. I don't know.
1: Well, we're we're still committed to the in-person. Well, of course, uh, you must, yeah, okay. so, yeah. But I, but I think you know it's like anything else. Like we talked earlier about commercial, you know, uh, office space and and what's happening in in residentially in homes. The impact is going to be lasting, and we just want to learn, keep learning, and and figuring out how to adapt uh, to better serve. Our needs and you know our members' needs. So I think that's that's ultimately wherever we go, um, you know, whatever path. And we've always said this at the NGA, you know, wh- whatever we're presented with, we're going to find a way to capitalize on it and to make it work for the industry. Mm-hmm. So that's that's our job, and yeah. uh, and it's exciting, you know. Like I, I wouldn't wish we wouldn't have wished this to happen at all, but we're in it, and this is what we have, and. Um, you know, I like to think that's my Canadian, uh, grit talking. That's right.
0: <laughs> that's right. I, you know what I commented, I, I, I commented on that in some editorials, uh, uh, er, er, earlier this year, you know, we, uh, we, uh, we Canadians kind of put our heads down with this whole thing and just kind of said, well, here we go. You know, this is what we yep. got to do. And that's uh,
1: stoicism, you know, it's like that, uh, I don't know.
0: Well, when you're, de- <laughs> when you got, when you got, you know, nine months of frozen winter uh (laughs) every year you have to deal with I mean there's a certain level of fatalism that
1: (laughs) yeah I'll never forget I mean when I first came to the United States I found myself explaining Canada quite a bit to people um and I think there's more understanding now but I I, people were saying what do you mean people are skating like you remember the Rideau Canal I lived in Ottawa for a while and you know 40 below or 30 below and people are skating to work and you know and I said yeah I said you've got to embrace the wonders of of you know that northern climate and yeah. that's what we do up there and it's a wonderful thing and you know
0: you can't you fight it
1: Florida maybe that doesn't work for you but anyway <laughs> it's just interesting that's that da- adaptation to your environment and that's yeah. exactly what we're in now.
0: Yeah, you can't, you can't, you can't fight it. It, it, it'll win every time. In the winter, you just, <laughs> you just you better, you better roll with it. Uh, so, okay, so that 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 leads me to my best, uh, my best story, uh, which you'll appreciate coming from Montreal. Um, we're down at a wood conference in uh, Virginia. Uh, it, it was back when I was doing a magazine for uh, cabinet makers and uh, wood flooring manufacturers, and so they did it. There was a junket, and we're sitting at we're sitting at the bar. And, uh, and one of the, uh, one of the, uh, uh, American journalists there mentions, uh, the Alabama polar bear dip, (laughs) (laughs) some event where in January, they go and jump in the ocean, right? Is it the Gulf of Mexico that Alabama's on? Or yeah, I think it's Gulf of. Anyways, they 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 a bunch of people go swimming in the ocean, and this is viewed as as insane, right? Oh my God, it's January! How can you go swimming? Of course, it's Alabama. It's probably still twenty five degrees out, you know and uh, and uh, so uh, my uh, well he, he's actually he's actually now uh, the COO at Annex uh, was on this same junket with me, uh, Scott Jamison, and he goes. Yeah, in Montreal for the polar bear dip, we have to cut through the ice with chainsaws, <laughs> <laughs> which is true. <laughs> so we all had a laugh.
1: Well, you know there there are parts of the U.S. to be fair, like Minnesota. I mean, oh they have yeah, same deal, dips,
0: absolutely. Yeah, they're
1: cutting through there too, and that's and right. right.
0: They do. But, they would have got the yeah, same laugh. Yeah, I mean,
1: it's, uh, it's a it's a different yeah
0: it's a crazy <laughs> world. Oh, we love, we, 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 we love feeling superior because we're so tough with the cold. I know it's, it's, it's just (laughs) a thing we Canadians do. Listen, Nicole, this has been great. Um, I've got you uh, up to an hour now. And I think that's, uh, I think that's tremendous. Was there anything else you wanted to, uh, to cover before we, uh, we wrap it up?
1: No, just uh, encourage people to go to glassbill.com and register and uh, they won't be disappointed. You know, we, we've got a, a lot planned, so. Yeah. Uh, as much as you can put that message out there leading up to September 22nd and your excellent podcast, uh, which I'll be listening in on. Yeah.
0: Great. That'd be great. That'd help. Yeah. Everybody. Free, free, free registration. Uh, uh, we'll uh, we'll make sure the links are all over uh, the glass Canada channels. Uh, sounds like there's lots there for, uh, for Canadians. It's, it's not, you know, there's, there's all kinds of general information mm-hmm. there that that's great for everybody. And of course, a lot of our, a lot of our Canadian companies are, are doing things in the U.S. all the time.
1: Right. So, uh,
0: so it's, uh, it's, it's, uh, I, it sounds great. Um, we're part of it. Everyone's part of it. Uh, really, I, I think I can go so far as to say the whole world's being pulled into this thing in a, in a, in a lot of ways. Um, so, uh, yeah. So, so, I mean, with, with Messi Dusseldorf in there, that's, you know, absolutely a, sort of a global thing. So, uh, so that's, that's, that's very neat. So we're all looking forward to glass connect. Nicole Harris, president, CEO of national glass association. Thanks so much for your time on glass talk.
1: Thank you, Patrick. All right. We'll talk to you again soon. Yeah. Bye-bye.
0: Thanks for listening to glass talk. You can find this episode at glasscanadamag.com or on the major podcasting services. Glass Talk is a presentation of Glass Canada magazine and Annex Business Media.